Hello, and welcome to episode 22 of the Used Gamers Podcast. My name is Chris. I'll be playing host to this episode. We've got the full crew back with me again, as always, are Jared and Mike. Hey, guys. Hello. We are back. Okay, so here's the deal. Tonight, we've got a lot that we're going to tackle. Um, last night and most of yesterday were um, the press conferences, the media briefings, I guess they call them, for um, Microsoft, Sony, and Ubisoft, and uh, Electronic Arts for E3. So we got a lot of stuff to tackle. We're going to try to do it in a relatively short period of time, hitting our biggest hits and our biggest misses and just thoughts we have in general. But before, we wanted to give Jared an opportunity to sort of catch up. As as we mentioned before, Jared had a new baby, so congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, how, how are things been going? What you got for us? Uh, good, yeah. So what I, what I want to do is just uh, chime in on a couple things from, because I listened to the episode, of course. And um, I just have two big things I want to talk about. Well, one's quick. One, I have to tell you how hilarious I thought it was that you said, we're going to be try and make a quick episode and then start talking about Bioware. That cracked me up. No. And um, <laughs> then um, the other thing I wanted to actually bring up that you talked about that I thought was interesting was Gears of War. You guys are talking a lot about the Gears of War franchise. And I, I want to submit something to you guys and see what you think. That um, sometimes there are games that, although they kind of define a generation, they can't leave it. And I'm kind of wondering if Gears of War is in that place. I really think of, like, Jack and Daxter was, like, one of my favorite PlayStation 2 franchises. And then it just, they were just like, we can't port this to the gen, or, or something. I don't know. And it just kind of died with it there. And I'm I'm really suspecting that that's actually Gears of War, what's going to happen. I don't know that it's going to have a successful future. I think they'll try and make games, because obviously a new company picked that up. But I'm wondering if they're kind of, that franchise's success is over. What do you guys think? Well, I think they're going to have to... Well, they've sort of doubled down in that the platform holder essentially owns the license now. So Microsoft is going to have to do something with it. But I don't know. Because they're in that weird place where these sort of trilogy franchises then spilled over into an extra game. Like within the generation, like God of War and Gears of War, neither of which had really great receptions for the fourth game. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's that whole thing of being stuck in, do you do the same thing or do you do something new? You're going to alienate people either way. I don't know. What do you think, Like, Well, I mean, just to kind of jump ahead a little bit, that was actually one of my disappointments from E3 is that there was no Gears of War. Everybody was kind of hoping, even if they just showed the logo, you know, it was like, oh, you know, coming soon, whatever. Yep. <laughs> um, but there was nothing. That I, I would find it hard to believe that they would take one of their biggest franchises that was probably one of the most successful, you know, games they had on the 360 and then just and then buy the rights to it and then just let it fizzle like i feel like they would have just left it let you know epic stick with it not do anything with it you know why bother Mm. buying the rights to the game if you don't plan on doing anything with it so yeah we'll just kind of have to wait and see hopefully that's not the case i think they'll do something i just don't know if they'll be able to like do anything good you know, like, I don't know if they'll build a maze. Because it's got a horde mode. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. And that, but the, the one thing about it that's exciting to me, though, is that I wonder if they're kind of pulling a bungee with this, where they had this franchise, and they just kind of leave it behind, and then they move on to something else that could be amazing, you know? And that's, I'm really interested to see what Gearbox gets to do. Like, I I feel like they're kind of... Sometimes that frees a developer to leave behind an IP, to have or to start a new IP. That's like, the sky's the limit, so... Yeah. No, I mean, it's interesting, yeah, it, it could be fun to see if they do take it in new directions. Um, when you mentioned Jack and Daxter, that was kind of weird, because I know the um, the project that was supposed to be a Jack and Daxter reboot became The Last of Us. Like, that's how get, that game started. That, yeah. that was a Jack and Daxter team. 
that ended up making that game instead. So, so we'll go backwards in the next Gears of War games. It'll be like Bunny Hunting. Yeah, the, the Lollipop game. Licking Simulator or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Anyway, okay. There we go. Thanks. So cut. I'm I'm here still. Jared is still here. We are back to three, as it should be. So um, our plan for tonight was we just wanted to kind of run through um the four major conferences. Uh, we are recording this the day that Nintendo's um Nintendo Direct uh pseudo conference thing happened. So we haven't gotten a chance to go through that. So we're not really going to be talking about Nintendo tonight. We understand there's new Zeldas and things like that. So that's good. Um, we'll talk about that some future time. So we're going to kind of just plow through the different conferences and just offer general thoughts. So uh, they went first, chronologically, so I guess we'll start with Microsoft, um, who opened their uh, conference uh, by saying, games, 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 games. So they were in an interesting place because they had to kind of come back from what is a rough year for them, and nobody disagrees with that, including them. There have been a lot of changes. Uh, they were in a bad place going into their conference last year. Um in an even stranger place this year because, you know, they've been sort of playing catch-up to Sony in some ways, at least as far as the popular opinion seems to sway. So um, so they had an opportunity to do a lot of different things. They did a lot of interesting things. Um, and then they did some things that were pretty expected. They opened their conference with a Call of Duty game, which is kind of what they always do, and that's fine. But I will say, uh, watching their little uh, footage from Call of Duty Advanced Warfare... Advanced Warfare? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, something like that. Um, that's how big we are. Um, I, I, I think, I think this game actually looks pretty cool. But after watching the the preview, the note I made for myself is that this game should be called Killzone: Destiny of Titanfall because it just yeah. kind of looks like every future shooter out. But I remember thinking like the thing that disappointed me about Titanfall was I don't really care about playing multiplayer, and it didn't have a single player. Call of Duty games are pretty well regarded for having a very short fun, single-player campaigns that nobody plays. But the people sitting at this table are the kind of people who would play the single-player yeah. campaigns. I actually games. played Black Ops, and that was one of the really long single-player campaigns, and it was great. Yeah, and I think Modern Warfare is a really cool game. This looks good. I mean, I, I think I would like to play it. I mean, I have no interest in multiplayer, but I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think whenever they put them out, I always watch, you know, the conferences when they announce them, even though it's not a game necessarily I'm going to go out and buy. But yeah, the videos are always cool. The, obviously, the visuals are always amazing. The gameplay is really crisp. And yeah, it seems like it would be really fun. I mean, back when it originally came out with the Modern Warfare 1 and 2, like, I played those, and I beat the campaigns usually in an afternoon, and they right. were great, and I loved them. But yeah, usually once I get started into the multiplayer, you know, it's only so long before I kind of get bored with that. So, you know. But that's that's where they're making their money. That's where their success is. So I understand it that they just don't really put a whole lot of effort into the yeah. single player. Even though they kind of make it out like they do, and even though they are great, I don't feel like they make this fully fleshed single player. It's just kind of more of a hey, this is just also added on. This so. is the this is our really long tutorial. Yeah, basically. yeah, basically, yeah. And it's I've heard arguments for why they should release the two separately, the single player or multiplayer. I don't know. Maybe that'll happen in the future. But I think it looks cool. So I'm I'm kind of eager to see where it goes. Like, once you, my, my criticism of, like, modern shooters has always been, like, I don't know that I want to just sit in a realistic murder simulator as my, like, free time. <laughs> so, now if we're going past the modern age into the future, it's not realistic anymore. So, I'm like, okay, so, now we're just back into fantasy land, which is fine. That's what I think games <laughs> excel at. So, so that was the big lead-off, and I'm curious to see, you know, just jumping around, we don't need to go through everything as it happened. Uh, Jared, what's something else you saw in Microsoft that made an impression on you? Um, you know, actually, what I want to talk about is something that 
was a it was teased last year, and I thought it looked really cool. And now seeing it this year, uh, I I really don't know that I'm interested in it. Which was um, Sunset Overdrive, hmm. um, and you know they showed some gameplay footage, and you know it looked all right. But to be honest, like while I'm watching the gameplay of it, even though the gameplay of it was really different, the first thing I thought of was like this is like when I watched gameplay of Bulletstorm. And it was like, wow, this looks really amazing. And then I played a demo of Bulletstorm, and I was like, five minutes in, I was like, yeah, I get it. All right, I'm kind of done with this. And I, 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 I wonder if that Sunset Overdrive is going to have that kind of feel to it, where it's like, yeah, you ride on the rails, and, and you shoot big guns, and, and you ride on the rails and shoot big guns. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you like that. I don't know. Would you guys... I mean, they showed a lot more of it this year. No, yeah, I mean, I, I liked the little teaser trailer that they had at the beginning. It really kind of showed you the the feel of the game. That, that was, was very tongue in cheek, very yeah. over the top, which yeah. you know I liked. I thought that was great. I thought it was a great way to introduce the game and show how it's different than like your regular shooters. Um, I mean, watching the footage, it does seem like something that would be fun to play. In that you get all these interesting kills and you can build all these ridiculous weapons, kind of like you know, uh, you know. Some of these are like Jack and Daxters, the ones that have these crazy guns that shoot like, you know, exploding teddy bears <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, so all that seems like it would be fun, but I just don't really feel necessarily like I'd get that engaged to it. Yeah. I do feel though, like if you can get a couple of friends, because it does have a very large like they I think it's an about eight the player co-op, co-op yeah. or something like that. I feel if you could get a bunch of friends going and doing like a big eight player co-op game on that, it would be great because the, just the insanity that would probably occur right. would be a lot of fun just to watch. But just playing through it, just as a single player experience, I feel like it would it would probably get kind of old after a while. Like once you kind of got the hang of doing a lot of little trick stuff. But I don't know. It depends on how varied the levels are. You know, how many kind of guns can you build? How crazy can you get? Um, you know, is there a lot of humor to the game? The storyline is it going to be interesting? Like a lot of that could affect whether or not. So I mean, I'm not writing it off, but by no means am I like, oh, I have to go get that one. Yeah. So I kind of agree with you that after seeing this one, I'm not as curious about it as I was from the, the teaser last year, but I still think it could be a really great game. Yeah, definitely. It, it's one of those ones that I, I'm like, I'm curious to see where this goes because, you know, what are the games that might... Because we're in a place now where the consoles themselves are almost identical, so now those exclusives are becoming really important to oh, yeah. you differentiate Absolutely, between yeah. the two of them. So, I, it just, to me, it looked really chaotic, really pretty. That's sort of the underlying message of everything for tonight, is everything's going to look really pretty in the next couple of years. Um, and be really huge. And I wonder, like, like control-wise, like, I was watching that character fly around, I was like, would I be able to do this well? Like, how easy is it going to be? Like, oh, traversal see, and... I kind of wondered know, if he was it, actually playing or, that, or if it or was is it all, like, sort of yeah. auto... Is it, like, no. jumping in a in an Uncharted game? I like, bet you, you could. really can't fail. I bet you could, because it reminded me when I looked at it with, like, a lot of the rail moves and move stuff of just, like, um, Infamous. Yeah. And that did that really well, and that was a long time ago. And, and, and Second Son's going to do that phenomenally well, so I bet you could move around like that. Now, I have a distinct feeling that he had played that section a lot to really know where to go and what to do. Like, I think there were some times he did stuff that it seemed like it was like, how, he couldn't even have seen it, but yeah, I it think it'll play like it looked. Yeah, I just right. don't think I'm going to be that interested in yeah. it. Even, even if that was, yeah, it, you know, live footage, you know, those are demos that these guys have played hundreds of times yeah. to be able to, de- to show Well, and also they right. built the level, so they know where everything is. <laughs> Should be familiar. <laughs> Definitely. All right, so we got that under our belt. Uh, it looks interesting, very colorful. Definitely something different, so we appreciate that. Yeah, Mike, that's good. Mike, what was something that made an impression on you? Um, well, uh, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the uh, 
the Witcher series, so getting to see that kind of in action was really cool. To get to see that they had some live action gameplay going, and pretty good. Um, getting to see the size of the world, like they were showing you, like how he's running around, and it was kind of like this. It reminded me of this when they did the Skyrim gameplay, and they were like, "Oh, when you see those Anything mountains off in the see, distance, you can, you can go, go there, and climb yeah. them." Well, the Witcher almost like to top them was like, "You see those mountains? You can go and you can go to them, and then beyond them." Like so, this yeah. I mean, it, that was like what I was saying is <laughs> one of the big things about. When we saw last year and even this year, I mean, the kind of the theme for a lot of these games on these next gen consoles is just bigger and bigger and bigger because they can handle so much. Yeah, more. it's like they're just excited they can do it, so they're like they're just like giggling and they're like, let's just put all this stuff on the screen. You're like, why? Like, because yeah. we can. Because we can. Yeah. Now. <laughs> well, it, it kind of makes me worried, and this is something that I worry about even with Dragon Age or whatever. Is when they create these gigantic worlds, like how filled are they? Like, yeah, sure, they're big, they're but empty. how much time do you spend just riding across endless areas? So, mm-hmm. that will be the big kind of test, is yes, it's great that you make this gigantic, huge, beautiful world, but is there enough in it to make me want to traverse this large section, or am I going to get bored and just want to fast, just fast travel everywhere? Like in Skyrim. And I feel like that's one of the advantages that this console generation has now, is now they have the processing power to populate that kind of stuff. No, I, yeah, I think absolutely. some of that was just a limitation of the hardware, where, you know, now, yeah, we're talking about doing things like, you know, a single load screen at the beginning of your game, and then it'll never load again. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's very Skyrim-y. It's just this sort of, I like that, go at, go everywhere sort of thing. Yeah. Another 300-plus uh, hour RPG. Um, <laughs> speaking of 300-plus hour RPGs, uh, this was the first conference that got to show some, uh, well, it was a trailer, but it was a trailer based heavily on gameplay, and it's a game we'll talk about again, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Which mm-hmm. we just <laughs> spent a good chunk of uh, our last episode talking about, mm-hmm. but I mean, come on, this looks—it looks so good. good. <laughs> I know it looks amazing. Oh, yeah, it was well. They just showed a trailer for yeah, Microsoft, just, right? Uh, Microsoft, they, yeah, they yeah, did theirs. EA did the actual. Well, so yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, it more yeah, during yeah. that. But yeah, it was so. Um, and and again, you know, a known quantity. Like we knew this game was coming out. We knew Sunset Overdrive was coming out. Something I think we didn't really know about, unless I missed something, which took me by surprise and then made me feel stupid for not thinking it was something we would see. Is that there's a new Tomb Raider game coming out? Yeah, yeah like, me too. I was like, oh yeah, why um, wouldn't why they would, be working yeah. on a sequel to that? Well, they just put out the remastered edition, so I kind of wondered if they were just going to hang on that for a little while to try and get people into it. it. So but it was it was a, a teaser trailer, so right. we don't know how far into development it is. But yeah, I was a little surprised to see them already like boom, new Tomb Raider. Oh no, I think it's great. They're they're. That's but I don't know. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's weird because that was one of those games where you know we had so many sort of remakes and reboots this last generation. Some were great, others just sort of happened, and we went okay. Mm-hmm. And then you know it might have found an audience, might have not found an audience, but. For whatever reason, I mean, that game had legs. I think it was a fantastic game, and I think everybody should definitely play it. And I'm glad that there's a version of it on these new consoles now. But, um, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it can't really say a lot about it. I mean, it looks great, but it essentially... Did. Now we're at this place where trailer footage and gameplay are so close to one another yeah, really, that yeah. it's... Question what's yeah, what. It's, yeah. So, I mean, maybe now we can take this stuff more as like, okay, this is what we can expect now, so... That was one that I thought was was that surprised me. I was very very excited to see that. That <laughs> why didn't I expect this? That yeah, was my note I know. Right down, but, yeah. Uh, all right. What else, Jared? What what else? Um, There's some more cool stuff. Um, one thing they did that I think was pretty smart, which um, you know they're they're kind of falling in line a little more with the PS3 model, I think. Which you know I guess that's what people told them they wanted, and, and I know that's what we've expressed we want. That's why we've all said we probably would get PS4s. 
as our next um, machine. But um, they have ID at Xbox now, which is um, basically this thing where they're going to allow developers to self-publish as well, um, which I know PlayStation announced last year they're going to do a lot of that stuff. And it's great to see Xbox doing it too because, again, just the freedom of that is going to help innovation in games. So I was happy to see them falling in line with that. Um, also was, um, this is totally almost off topic, but I was amused by the guy presenting. Uh, it just reminded me that just the people are, and that play these games are in large part our generation. Just, and because he used the word rad, and I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> That's like, yo, uh, rat. He was like, he was describing kinds of games. And he's like, you could play like these arcade games and rad games. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> That's totally tubular, dude. We should do that. And I just thought that was funny. I was like, this is, this are our people. And I was happy about that, but that's awesome for Xbox to be on that line as well, because that's just, the freedom for the developers is just going to drive innovation, and that's that's awesome. That was really cool, really cool to see. Um, new Halo as well. Um, you know, they made a couple announcements about Halo. Yeah, they're kind doing of the Halo, Halo package. Package, doing the Halo series, right? Um, yeah, which the- is going to be included in the Master Chief Ultra, you know, edition collection thing. Yeah, where it's all the games, all on the one games. Disc. That's kind of interesting, I guess. I mean, well, I thought it was kind of weird how you could play like a mix of levels, where you could play like a level from Halo yeah, like a One, hits. and then a level from Halo Four, and then a level from Halo Three. And I was like, I mean, I, that was kind of interesting. I, I, which I think a lot of people were surprised they didn't start the game with Halo or start the conference, right? But I kind of well, understood have enough why. to say about it. Well, exactly, because yeah. they didn't really do any... They kind of gave you a new trailer for the new Halo, but right. it, oh, it was it. maybe just like storyline. It didn't even have Master Chief in it. It was kind of more of a storyline for the game. Really, the big thing they were talking about was the Master Chief collection, and, yeah. I, and they had a lot to talk about with that. So I kind of understood them sticking that right dead in the middle it'll, it'll and not starting up. it. Next year's probably. Yeah, I know, absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, the Master Chief collection, I would see, like, if I had an Xbox One... You know, and I'd gotten rid of all my past stuff. It's a nice thing, just boom, you can have all of them on one disc. You don't have to sit there switching discs. You get all of the updated multiplayer, which, you know, we saw them, they showed a, they were playing through Ascension or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool seeing them playing, like, the old school Halo 2 multiplayer, but on, like, you know, the new console. So I, I thought that was great that they brought that back for all those people that missed that old school yeah, Halo. Yeah, there could so. be people that just didn't have Xbox. I never had an Xbox. I didn't have an Xbox. So... Like, if I ever got an Xbox One, which maybe down the line I would do, yeah. uh, that could be something that interests me at that point. No, I think it know? would be fun, especially yeah, if you've moved on from those older consoles, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I thought, I, I think it would be an interesting buy, Very especially depending on how much it is. But, you know. Yeah, they didn't have, I mean, they kind of had a lot to say, and they kind of didn't have a lot to say. But, you know, more Halo, so that's going to get people excited. So. Um, one of my big things was I was really surprised about and kind of interested in is the new Crackdown. You know, I don't think anybody yeah. saw that coming. That was yeah. a complete surprise. Well, Crackdown 2 was not very well received. So, yeah, well, yeah. I think people still liked it. It just, I don't think it was what the first one was. Yeah, that's what a lot of people Which, said. And, you know, everybody amazing. had a blast on that one. So hopefully, you know, like a lot of other, you know, companies, they learn from their mistakes and are maybe going to, you know, pull kind of like a Dragon Age or whatever and take the best from both worlds and mix them together and make them and a And in a new game. gen, that could be, that could be awesome. Yeah. That could be a real big playground. So, you well, know. yeah, and the trailer was just, you know, over-the-top ridiculous and yeah. destruction and everything, so it should be interesting. And then the only other one for me from Xbox was um, was Fable Legends, mm. which, I you know, I, I've been kind of up and down with the Fable games. Like, I like them, and I kind of don't. So, you know, with this one, though, I mean, when you get to see the co-op kind of in action, it looked really interesting, especially the way the different characters played off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and just playing, I remember playing the very first Fable and thinking, 
you know what, these characters are kind of a little misbalanced, but I felt like they'd be really great if you could play it where you had one that was the strength character, one that was the skill, and one that was the willpower. I, like, I felt like they'd be really great if you could play in, like, a team, because then that would make them more viable, because mm-hmm. I felt like the strength character was overpowered in a way, but could definitely help out from the other ones. So it just, you know, it took them a couple of games to get to that point, but it looks kind of <laughs> like it could be kind of fun. Yeah, one of the things I really like about those games is I really like the writing. I like the sense of humor. It's it's very sort of Monty Python-esque, and mm-hmm. I like the idea of having, uh, like, a multi-character party where, you know, I think that's one of the big strengths of the Dragon Age series is being able to just be randomly wandering and then hear how your party members interact with each other. So to have that in the Fable universe sounds pretty good. A, a big year for four-player co-op. Yeah, that seems or to just be... co-op in general. Yeah. It's like yeah. every game has yeah, some you don't have two or four, four or more. more. Yeah. yeah, or more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even Assassin's Creed, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, well, that was in this conference. You might have forgotten that actually showed yeah. that in this in this conference. They showed the four-player co-op in this one. Yeah, and that was in the... yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Xbox. Oh yes, no. It was they actually showed that showed a little more in the other one, but uh, there are a little bit of the four. Yeah, they went into it a little bit more in depth. In yeah, the, the yeah, they did show that there, which I was pretty excited to see that. That looked yeah, it's yeah. All, all capital letters, gorgeous. That's what I ever. The one thing yeah. I'm curious about with that though is that is are you going to be playing through like single player missions and people can jump in, or is that going to be a separate kind of campaign or side missions or how? It looked like it was that. just part of a main campaign and people could yeah. just because they were doing kind of a drop in drop out. Because that would be in. interesting to see how. I mean. Op- it might just change the way you handle that mission, but I mean, think about it. Because if you want to make the mission where you have four people assassins running around, you got to make it a little bit more harder. I guess you just be a wall of death, won't you? Like, oh my, just yeah. If you because think about it, if you're able to fight through this level by yourself, well, then you add three buddies in there who have all the same abilities and are just you know crazy assassins like you. Wouldn't that make it almost kind of too easy? I don't know. It did look easy. Yeah, they, yeah. they seem to be just, yeah, like, well, they were just kind of walking through but it. But you also saw they were very well choreographed. Like, they would yeah, take they knew one what they after another. Do. So they knew who was coming where and everything. So that probably yeah. helped that a lot. And it's early on. That could have just mm-hmm. been a level they created just to show off the four-player co-op. You have no idea. That's so true. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, either way, <laughs> I'm sure just the single player itself will be. If it's half as good as the last two, it'll be, it'll be amazing. fine. And then... Yeah, to add some co-op, I'll just add some dynamics, which is cool. But you're right, they probably should ramp up the difficulty when people jump in. Yeah, which is really easy to do I that. I almost I mean, feel it would be better just to make them either side missions that you can jump in with friends, or make it a whole other campaign. Like, just make it completely separate from the single player. That way, you don't have to worry play about it that, that way if you want. I'm sure you can make it where yeah. no one can just jump in your but game. But it kind of makes me, it reminds me of Dead Space 3. Like, that game was designed to where... Where whether you were playing the single or the co-op, I felt it was kind of the same. But when you added in that co-op, it almost made it too easy because yeah. then you just had a second gun running around. So yeah. that's why I just I just worry about it making it almost too easy to where it's not even really that fun. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll have some like mega challenge maps that like you need four people and they'll Maybe, that'll yeah. be like yeah. tough with people. Yeah, or either that or they're going to make the single player ones yeah. ridiculously hard to where you know yeah. it's like you almost need your buddy to come right. help you. So, mm, but it seems like cool. the kind of thing you mix that you know really good combat mechanics with. Uh, really fun stealth elements, uh, it seems like that's, you'd be ripe for a lot of coordination. Like, you know, like, I, Jared, I need you here. Mike, you should be here. I'm Which they had that in some of the multiplayer already, where it was kind of a team-based thing. So this mm-hmm. is the first kind of thing where you're taking on, you know, NPCs. Fun though, co-op. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I've always kind of yeah. wanted to see them do a co-op with it and yeah. see if it would be good. I didn't know if they'd be able to pull it off. It looks like they kind of are yeah. able to. These in this new one. machines, It looks man. good, so. I'm telling you, these machines are yeah. awesome. So we'll see. Yeah. 
One thing I wanted to mention, and it's totally random, but it's it's based on what Jared had. I got I was really excited because I got to see the briefest glimpse of footage of this game that I really really want to play because I read about it in this random game magazine, <laughs> and it came up in when uh they did the idea at Xbox just sort of sizzle reel where they showed all the different game, Hyperlight Drifter and you know mm-hmm. Below and Mighty Number no. Nine and all that stuff. There's a game coming out called Cuphead, dumb name for a game, but it's. It, the basic idea is take the mechanics of like a bullet hell shooter, but make it a platformer that looks like a cartoon from the 1930s, with like that kind of film gradient. So it looks like Steamboat Willie, but it's like a bullet hell shooter platformer with Little Big Planet. I wanted that. Like... It looks so cool. Like I've only seen stills <laughs> and really short videos, so I really hope it doesn't just come out on Xbox One because I want to play that game, and I'm not gonna have an Xbox One. Um, but yeah, so overall, I mean, I, a cool conference. I think they had a lot of neat stuff. Like, yeah. I don't really have a lot to say bad about it. I mean, I think they did a good job. They set out to talk about games, new games, stuff you didn't know about, uh, more details about stuff you did know about. Uh, they followed in my suspicion that they would not say a word about the whole Connect situation, which they didn't ever mention. Um, <laughs> which is interesting because they did have some Dance Central stuff, so you kind of have to, you know. Realize that you need to connect to play Dance Central. But well, um, an interesting thing, too, was they had a lot of bonus... They talked a little bit about bonus content coming to the Xbox One with certain games. So, And a couple of them were like Ubisoft games, which is interesting. Yeah. Because Ubisoft is usually sides towards Sony. So it was kind of interesting. Like, Well, number one, you know, they already got Insomniac games. Everybody's kind of curious about that. Why Insomniac is making Sunset, Sunset Overdrive only for Xbox. Well, now on top of this, Ubisoft's kind of giving bonuses to Xbox. So you kind of kind of wonder, like, what's going on where, like, Xbox is stealing all the Sony's no, buddies or something? They're probably throwing some money around yeah. is what's happening. <laughs> but, I mean, it's working for them. Even yeah. though I was kind of disappointed with a lot of the bonuses they were announcing, it was just, in, in the past, you've always gotten content that you couldn't get on other consoles, which right. can sometimes be annoying, you know, if you want that on and you don't want to get games for both consoles. But this was just you get a little earlier, which I guess is kind of a nice in-between where you get kind of the bonus, but... If you get on this other console, it's fine. You still get the same stuff. You just don't get it as soon. So, I don't know. Yeah, early access doesn't really excite me that much. Yeah, but for some people, it could. And, I mean, if you... if It, it could possibly make the difference between what... If you're debating between the consoles, you know, like, oh, well, this one I get a little earlier, so hey, you know. Yeah, so if you're curious to learn more, there's probably a new gamers podcast out there. Go find it. And they can tell you more about that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I was happy to see that Phil Spencer still changed his t-shirt constantly. That's right. That is important to me. That's what he does. Yeah, now that, that he's the man in charge, he can still change his those extra t-shirts. Well, I don't. Any other thoughts about that? I feel like we wrapped up. No, like, yeah, I agree with you. I just I like the tone they set. Too, it was really light and fun. It was not like a "We're going to bring you the machine of the future." It was we got stuff for you, and it was all was big titles too. Yeah. They didn't do a lot of small. It was all big AAA game titles, like mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. You know. Yeah, and that was a really interesting way to open things up too, which I think was smart of them. That one of the first things they said was like, you know, this is about you. That's why we do this. This. That's why Sony does yeah, this. That's why like, Nintendo does this. Friends. For them to mention like, the other, you know, their competitors that way, it's kind of a classy move. So yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, so, okay, so we got one of the big platform holders out of the way then. Um, there were a couple of smaller conferences, uh, short little one-hour things from Ubisoft and from Electronic Arts. Um, and we'll just go in order. We'll go with EA. So EA opened their conference with uh, mm, footage, developer diary, uh, background, 
get you really excited stuff about Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. So, which it worked for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, this just is say it and you're, you're there. Really, yeah. really early. Yeah, to play some music, play some John Williams music in the background. Everybody like, see an astromech droid somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'll be. Yeah, and I mean, it, it looks stupidly realistic. Well, yeah, when and, they showed the, I mean, number one, when they they talked about how they were capturing the footage, like going to the Star Wars archives and, and seeing all. Oh man, I. Orgasm there. Well, and then on top of that, they were like, we actually like went. You see them trudging through the like snowstorms, like you know where this they is what it would be Hoth, like to fight it on Hoth, and and just all the effort. Like you know, it makes you feel good that they're putting this kind of effort. But then oh, when yeah. they showed the the you know like this is early stuff footage of what Endor the would kind of look like, and, and it looked amazing. I'm like, this is this is just early stuff. Like in the what's it going to look like when they're yeah. done? Like this is amazing. So it made me excited for it. Yeah, it's it's just I mean it's it's way early. I don't think they've even tried to put any kind of release date. Twenty fifteen, I'm guessing late twenty fifteen. Yeah, it'll get they pushed might, to early twenty sixteen. Yeah, probably, might, depending on what comes out. Late well, they might plan it to come out sometime around the movie. Maybe you never know. Oh, that would well, be smart. Uh, yeah, twenty fifteen. That, that could slide yeah, right summer into twenty fifteen. Yeah. So. All right. Well, it's very definitely cool. Yeah, um, Star Wars. And then they made an equally smart decision to follow through with a whole block of Bioware stuff. So, hey, mm-hmm. Mike, I don't know. Do you maybe want to say something about Bioware? <laughs> nah. Uh... You're good. Okay, pass. Uh, <laughs> Dance Central. No. no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I was excited about Inquisition. They showed off a couple of the the members of your party, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, I was wondering if they kept talking about like, meet all the heroes. So I thought they were going to show off the whole party. But they just picked out like four of them. No, they want to keep you wanting. Which is fine. I think I didn't want too much, you know, revealed. I'm fine with them keeping some secrets. Well, and it's smart too, because if you're gonna do, like they did, if you're gonna show any kind of gameplay footage, you know, you're gonna have the nerds of the internet like go doing a frame by frame analysis to figure out who the other members of your oh, party exactly, are. Yeah. Like, who's who's that elf? That looks like I think if it's the DLC. The, so then just to say like ahead of time here, meet these three characters. And now play with, or these four characters, yeah. now play with these four characters. Which they've been so. doing from the beginning. Whenever they've done gameplay footage, they always introduce the characters first. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was cool because they really showed off, like, the tactical overhead camera versus the, you know, third-person um, camera between the, you know, computer game and the console games, how you can switch seamlessly between the two in this one. Um, they showed off the high dragon fight, which was really cool because compared to the dragon fights from previous games where they kind of just sit in one place and maybe jump up and then land in another place... This one actually moves around and is interactive and, and uh, kind of more of the fights from, like, Skyrim when you fought dragons. And you're, like, targeting specific limbs. Yeah. And... Oh, and then there's also the weak spots, which they got to show off and um, just showing off a lot of the combat. And So, uh, you know, it looked really great. They Also, I heard something where they said that Dragon Age Inquisition is the biggest game that Bioware has ever made, which is... is pretty impressive because they usually make some pretty large games yeah. so I can't even imagine how long it's going to take for me to play this but yeah <laughs> especially and, all eight times yeah you know all the time oh, yeah. in the first month yeah. eight times, yeah. <laughs> it's weird too to realize as I'm watching that footage it's really dis- disorienting to watch the direct control camera if you're not the one switching between characters like it is, it's just yeah. it's constantly uh, but, switching but the angle. nobody switches that like, much yeah, like, they were like bouncing chip, around chip, I think chip, just chip, to chip, show chip, you chip, that but you could do that I don't I think most people stuck with their character the only time you switch to the other one if you saw them doing something stupid or they were dying or yeah, whatever. Like, stop doing that. Most of the time, you could just kind of let them do their own thing yeah. unless you needed them to do something specific. So I'm sure they were just doing that just to show off. This is what it looks like if you do it this way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it looks amazing because that's another, I mean, even the sort of trailer aspect of it is, I mean, this stuff's all in-engine footage now and it's just, uh, yeah. Mm. 
I mean, this is this is as good an argument for buying a new console as anything you're going to get. I think. I mean, it's just yeah, but I kind of you don't wonder, need it, but because oh, with a lot of it. these games yeah. that they're making for the next gen and for the current gen, or I guess technically they're current gen and old gen, whatever you want to call it. Yep. From what I've heard from most of them and the ones I've played, is there's not that huge of a difference between the two. Because if you're going to make it for the, the older console, you can't really do too much. So I think a lot of the ones that you're going to see really capture the abilities of the newer consoles are going to be the ones that are new console exclusives. The ones that aren't coming out for older consoles. So I wonder, like, with... Because I've debated about that with Dragon Age Inquisition. Like, uh, I haven't pre-ordered it yet because I'm like, okay, do I don't think I'm going to shell out the money for a new console. But is it going to be worth it? But I'm kind of wondering if it really is because, you know, with Assassin's Creed 4 and with Watch Dogs, like, both games that came out on both of them, Everybody kind of said, it looks a little nicer, but eh, it's not really that much. And is that worth spending a whole $400 or so to get a new console just in order to get it a little bit crisper? Well, we'll get to see when they finally do make a game that's only on the newer consoles. Like the new Mass Effect game that they kind of didn't really show anything for. It was kind of just more saying, hey, we're making a Mass Effect game, so just calm down. Kind of showed these weird interviews with the developers like they were in a dungeon or something. Like a weird all-black background. They did show some concept art. I mean, it was was made like with the engine of like, you know, guys in armor. And those looked ridiculously amazing. So, you know, and they were obviously talking about that they were making multiple worlds with these large landscapes that you could travel through. So... Yeah, I think that was a bit like new stories, new characters, new regions of space you haven't been to before. We saw a Krogan so we can assume the races are going to be, you know, yeah, what we're Which, used that's to. the big question that I have, because I know with, with Dragon Age, they've always made it where there is, like, a canon. No matter what kind of decisions you make when you're playing Dragon Age, for them, for, like, the books and the comic books and all the other media that they have, there is an actual... No matter what decisions you make, there's an actual story that they pick. Right. Like, they pick the decisions kind of for that. So, like, you know, Alistair becomes king, all that kind of stuff. Which I understand because that's just their ability to be able to do that kind of stuff. Because when you make a game where you can decide just about anything. So it kind of makes me curious with Mass Effect. Everybody's wondering, well, are they going to do it a prequel or after? Like, They'll do prequel. How are they going to do it? Because in all They'll the books prequel. for Mass okay. Effect, they've always found yeah, ways considering to be really for, general. For two reasons. One, they don't want to make a canon for this. I know they don't. And two, all the Mass Effect relay... Spoiler. All the Mass Effect relays were destroyed at the end of 3. So that to see other races is almost impossible. Except for all the ones that are stranded near Earth. Earth because they were there fighting a battle and now can't go home. Yeah, but you also mentioned they have ships that can actually travel you know, through space. Yeah, and the relays got rebuilt one time when I played it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a mess. So it'll be interesting to see. That's the whole thing, is you have no that. idea like what the storyline is. Were the Reapers destroyed? Were they... Did they Are leave? we all cyborgs now? Yeah, like, well, I mean, yeah, that weird one where we like, absorb them. Yeah. yeah, so that's the whole thing. Joker have, was happy. He's like, oh, we're both robots. No <laughs> idea like where it's going to go. So that's why I'm just curious to see they do with it. And new yeah. IP. Whatever and yeah, that means. Some new IP. Jane Empire 2. Which, to me, it just looked <laughs> like Mass Effect. Trees, yeah. And well, and there was a little building that looked kind of like the buildings like Mass in Mass Effect. Effect. Oh, I'm like sad. The More things like Trailers that they live on in, in other worlds, because apparently that's... They're, yeah. They live in little, like, Devil wines, <laughs> but they're real bubbly. But it looked like it was shot out of Mass Effect, so I was like, well, are you making... Well, he says new IP, but that just looks like more Mass Effect footage. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So, exciting to, I mean, we all knew that they were working on the series, so good to know that it's, you know, once, you know, you got different teams working on things, but I wonder if once, you know, you ship Inquisition, 
you can shift some of the manpower over to really start diving into some of that stuff. So that'll be interesting. And then we've got a whole block of stuff that I don't really have a whole lot of stuff to bet. Okay, so it's, it's you don't EA. You Sims 4? Okay, what? Sims 4. <laughs> Chuck versus Gladys. Things have... Uh, I don't... I just... There was a bunch of ES, EA sports. Like yeah. USC, Lots of sports. You can play as Bruce Lee, NHL 15. Nobody Madden should 15, ever be able to beat Bruce Lee. 15. No. I mean, and, and again, this goes back to the whole thing of like, you know, at some point, and I know there's minute changes in these games from season to season, and, and, you know, sometimes they do dumb stuff people don't like, and other times there's innovations that are really, really cool. They like racing games, sports games are just getting terrifyingly realistic. So to, I, I watched the FIFA thing a couple times, and they're watching the way that the terrain is getting destroyed and warped by the people, and the way that, you know, bruises show up on the... That was one of the weird UFC things, where, like, yeah. you can see the bruises from his last match, which you might have watched. And it's like, wow, okay, well, this, well, this is what thing, we can do now. The one thing I found interesting with Madden <laughs> is one of the new additions they made is that when you play on defense now, you can actually get the camera switched around to where it's behind you, you know, because a lot of people always complain about when you're on defense, you're always running, like, down the screen, basically. Right. And I was like, really? It took us until Madden 15 to be able to just to flip the camera, <laughs> flip the camera around? around? And I was like, this, this, is, this, this is, is the next broad gen. innovation. Whoa! Yeah. We needed a whole new console to be able to do this, just turn you around. It's like, yeah. okay, sure. You know? yeah, at least they're not just making us watch someone you know, dribble a basketball to show you how much it looks like yeah. when we dribble a basketball. Yeah, that's true. Dribble physics. Was that two years ago? No, last also year. Just thinking, like, haven't people uh, gotten used to playing defense that way? Like, now people are going to go playing. Like, I can't play defense. Know what I can't do yeah. behind me. It's too weird. <laughs> it's too confusing. I'm, like, like, I'm, I'm looking for the ball. I think I'm on offense. I don't know what I'm I doing. I keep running backwards. And... <laughs> <laughs> I just press down, and it's not working. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, sports games. EA Sports. There were a lot of really good ones. I'm sure all the people who play lots of sports games will be very happy. Yeah, I'll wait for their. They're good at what they really do. They, they, since Sega yeah, Genesis, they are, they've I mean, been good at playing. Yeah. yeah, so we'll give, we'll give them that. And uh, you know that that studio that works on a lot of their sports games is just down the road from us. So that's pretty cool. EA Tiburon's in Maitland. There you so, go. We'll go visit them and tell. We'll them. go visit them sometime. Hey, you make games we don't um, play. Um, what else did EA have to offer? New Mirror's Edge. Yeah, that's cool. Another really one great. of those games everybody's like, whoa, and not really many people bought. I so, just I, well, I can't really play. I, I'm not really big in emotion sickness, but just watching somebody play that kind that of game is hard to play. Play. So, I tried yeah. again about a month ago, and it's it's that's one of those games though that like didn't. It was like La Noir. It's like one of those games that like does something great that you're like, this is gonna get used in something else in a really awesome way one day, even though it's not really doing yeah. what it needs to do right now here. You know, like it's 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 cool that they're doing those kinds of. No, things. No, it's a great but looking game. Doesn't mean it I like Seems that like it would be fun, yeah. but yeah, it's. And I think that's the thing, is it's one of those games where it has its audience, you know, and, and those people who like it love it. There were a lot of people really excited to see a new Mirror's Edge, um, but it's not one that caters to everybody. No. So, But I think that there's still a place for games like that, because they do come out with really cool innovations. The way they do the parkour and the way it works is really, really fluid and seamless, so it would be nice to see other games who... There are a lot of games out there that try to do the parkour thing that it doesn't really come out that well. Work so. out, no. Yeah, I think the the staying power, it seems like, for people I know who play Titanfall is really, that's been what stuck with them. Cool, big robots, big robots are awesome, but it, they're actually, like, surprisingly robust, like, running around as a soldier, jumping around, like, that, that kind of changes things a little bit. So, yeah, it's cool mm-hmm. to see that in games. And then I think their big last thing they kind of closed with was uh, the new Battlefield. I mean, that would have been a huge reveal for this if it hadn't leaked a week or two ago that yeah. there was a new Battlefield coming out. Um Battlefield Cops and Robbers means basically, I yeah, guess. Battlefield kind of Hardline. Hardline. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, it, which I find is an interesting change, but it could work out for them. You never know. Because I think 
A lot. Uh, somebody made the comment. I was watching the IGN coverage, and I think one of them made the comment that they were kind of going off of the success, maybe, of the Payday games mm-hmm. um, because those are, were doing so well. So this is kind of a mimic of that. Um, which they they showed multiplayer. They didn't show it with the single player. So I'm guessing the single player you play is kind of the cop they showed in the trailer. I would Possibly. assume. Mm-hmm. In the multiplayer, you can play as either the cops or the robbers. Which, I mean, if a robbery like that ever really happened, I mean, I think it would just signify like the end of the world because it was just this <laughs> massive battle. Seventeen SWAT teams showed up as <laughs> yeah, the skyscrapers are falling down. And... <laughs> you know. Criminals keep calling, coming down from the sky. Yeah, like cranes are falling down, taking out buildings, <laughs> stuff blowing up. I mean, it was very battlefield, you know. So mm-hmm. there was that. It was lots of destruction, big world, right. big fighting, lots of guns. So that in that way, it was great, you know. And it could be fun, but to me, it's just another one. I kind of one of those multiplayer games where you know I'd probably get killed a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but I like ones that have objectives, and if you play as the robbers, you definitely have. An I know objective so. ones help because at least you have something to focus on, you know. Yeah, rather than just getting shot by somebody sniping who just like yeah, building or something annihilates you. <laughs> so so good on EA. Big games as always. They're they're really good at big games. I mean, they basically publish everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot of stuff coming out in the next year, so that it's going to be really exciting. Uh, I, Ubisoft did their conference as well. I think that was later in the afternoon. And some more big games, too. They opened up with Far Cry 4, which I think was announced not that long ago. Um, yeah, but game, nobody knew anything about not it. Not really anything it. about it. I mean, the... the I didn't even know what it was until the villain showed up. As soon as he started talking, I'm like, he sounds like a Far Cry villain. Yeah, <laughs> which is great because, like, that... You know, we talk about the importance of story all the time. And most of the games that we really like and talk a lot about on this podcast are games that have... A really impressive story. And one of the things you gotta get right for an impressive story is you need to have a compelling villain. And I'm watching this ridiculous character and I'm like, I love this character. Like, this is like, you know, it's somebody who's like, you know, you got your handsome Jack, right? You, you, funny, terrible, horrible, cruel, silly, kind insane. of all those things. A little crazy. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, which is fun. I mean, ridiculous music in the background and, yeah, I mean, that's, I never played Far Cry 3. I did play Blood Dragon, which was ridiculous. Um, so, looks like an amazing experience. Yeah. Yeah, and this is jumping ahead to, I think they announced this at the PlayStation, um, part of the conference. But they're, they said that in Far Cry 4, your friends who don't own the game can just jump in and play with you. Yeah. Just How like is that possible? It's like DS games where you can system link, but you don't all have to have the cartridge. So Jared's got the game I'm on just PS4, his game and he can invite play. us to the game, and we can play it. Yeah, just wouldn't, go play it with him. Well, well why wouldn't just a big group of friends get together and all just buy one game, and then... They could do they that. They could. Yeah, yeah, we got to play the same time. You can only play the multiplayer, though. You can't play the single player. They said you can jump in. I don't know. They just said you can play... You can join their game. co-op in the single player, maybe? I, I think so because it's a game coming out it this year. It just seems like actually. a really bad idea. I mean, it sounds awesome, but for the developer wise, it sounds like a bad idea. Well, clearly it it's like their choice. And that, uh, and I just, I, I have a note here that just says like, "Oh, rabbit hole." Like, can you imagine? Like, this becomes the norm. Like, you, your friends can play with you in your games no matter what. Oh man, that'd be we great just, for us. Yeah, right. We just so like turns we games. just share games right now. Games we never have to share. We yeah. just the games. Well, that's great. No, the like, only thing is you have exciting. to wait for your friend to get on. Though. They have to be the playing, they the have game to be on, to be you on. have to play with them in their game. So if yeah. he never gets on, then you're going to be kind of, you know, like, get, we well, then play. Just make them actually loan it to you. Be like, when you get on, I'll get on, and you can play with me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. That that one, I was like, mm. there's some, that could, 
Yeah. Go some places, so. That could be cool. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of big games that are almost definitely going to be cool, uh, we got a chance to see a little bit more of Assassin's Creed Unity mm-hmm. in this one. Um, now, we know that Assassin's Creed Unity is only going to be a... Okay, let's just make the decision now that this current gen means Xbox One and PS4. I guess we have to make that change at some point. Yeah. But it's only going to be on the new systems. There'll be another Assassin's Creed title coming out for the previous gen systems. We don't know much about that. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, one. separate game, not the same game. I, I, it has a name too, but I, I, they didn't talk about it at this conference, so it's obviously not a priority. Yeah. Um, so it was funny because I feel like with that game uh, demo, that was one of the first times where I became aware of the fact that it was definitely a live demo because there was a lot of video hiccups. The frame rate oh, went yeah, crazy absolutely. a couple times. And I feel like at one point, whoever was playing it got stuck fighting this one villain for a really long time, which I was like, that's cool. This this definitely is not pre-rendered footage. And the only other comment I had was it surprised me in the way it made me think back to the original Assassin's Creed because I thought the voice acting was bad in this game, which is weird because you're having this big game that's had a lot of groundwork laid for it in other titles made by a French-Canadian studio, and I thought the French accent sounded ridiculous. <laughs> I did feel like the main character didn't sound very French, but that could just be me. I mean, I'm not okay, obviously but from the Maybe country, the main character's so. not French. We'll find out. It could be, yeah. He could be from another country. You never know. That's true. We don't know. Arnaud, I think his name is. Yeah. We don't really know. But it, it made me think about like how great, how much I love the world of Assassin's Creed and how much I thought that Altair just sounded like some dude bro from California. And then to have Ezio, <laughs> who was a very robust character, very believable in that world, like, I don't know, and the, the characters since then. Um, so I don't know. It's just weird. I think it's because the bar has been raised so high on, you know, presentation, crowd mechanics, graphics, sound design, that when anything stands out like that, mm-hmm. it's like, it feels like such a sore thumb to me. But again, you're not, you're not playing those games to listen to your character's inner monologue, I guess, that much. But, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, it looks unbelievable. Like, I can't, sort of wrap my head around, you know, the level that they've reached now. I mean, that you, Gears and Assassin's Creed, I feel like, were, like, the two games that really defined the start of the last generation for me and the stuff that they could do. So now to see what they're doing on this new hardware is just... Oh, yeah. Ugh, ridiculous. Yeah, it looked it looked good. Mm. What <laughs> else? What else did Ubisoft talk about? Uh, well, they had The Division, which I know... I'm kind of the only one of the three here. Yeah, really I, we mentioned that, that earlier, and Michael's like, wait, you guys I think it's really, really cool, this? especially if you can get your friends on there and play that. It just looks like it would be a lot of fun, especially with a lot of the high-tech gadgets they have and the, um, you know, just the setting of it. Just It's kind of this, you know, broken-down city. It just looks really, really interesting to me, so... I mean, it, it's it, it's definitely something I think they're putting a lot of resources into. So I just feel like maybe it's too early. I don't know if it's that I'm burned out on the sort of apocalypse thing, having, you know, the year of... Walking Dead and Last yeah. of Us and all that stuff, but I mean, this the, is a diff- it's an interesting idea. Oh, definitely, and I think the futury yeah. uh, gadgety type stuff is. Uh, I think it's interesting to start your uh, game reveal with uh, implied child murder, which I thought was kind of fun. You're like, <laughs> okay, anytime there's a creepy nursery well, no, rhyme going no, on I in think the it was background, supposed to be the kid was dying definitely. because that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the plague. So right. it wasn't like they. So like, nobody was. This well, I guess fun. somebody killed her because you know they released the. That's the right. First More place, the dead children in our entertainment. That's what apparently That's we're demanding in. <laughs> clearly, Last of Us got away with it. So. There you go. Spoilers again. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think we just need to see more. Like it's, it's it's weird because with some of these big games, I feel like we didn't get to see as much now as I feel like we should have. 
given that so many of them were teased last year or even multiple years ago. Yeah. But maybe they're just not at the point where they want to show it or it's not priorities for them. Well, the interesting thing, too, is then they they ended it with Rainbow Six, the siege or siege, Siege, where it was, you know, you had to break into the house and get the hostage or whatever, which was interesting because a lot of people made the comment that there was that Rainbow Six Patriots that they... That they showed gameplay oh, of last year, and yeah. I guess that one got ixnade, and I don't know if it got turned into this or, or if they became... just cut that and then made the new game, um, which is kind of interesting. I, well, I was curi- curious with this game. Obviously, I think that was multiplayer that we were watching, mm-hmm. um, so I, I was like, okay, well, is that just what the game is? Is you just it's just constant multiplayer, like sieging a house or whatever, well, or is there a single player to it? So I mean, they didn't really answer a lot about that game. They just showed the 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 one gameplay footage and then that was it. And I thought that was an interesting way to do I think one of the things that fails so frequently, like 100% of the time in these conferences, is when you try to script multiplayer experiences like oh, on yeah. stage. And like Even Destiny, I think, did a bad job of that last year. Well, it's like, vision. what gun did you get? I got the shut up and let's move on to the next level or what, something like that. It's, just, well, it was kind of it's like, so uh, scripted uh, and stuff. But like th- this even took me a minute to figure out, like, wait, is this the game? Or, like, they went, oh, no, 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 no. We're listening to people playing multiplayer, talking to each other. Oh, okay, yeah, that okay. happened to me during the Division playthrough. I was like, is that is that the character talking, or is that... And then eventually yeah. it was like, oh, hey, guys, what's up? You know, I brought Chris with me. I'm like, oh, okay, no, that's somebody supposedly talking. But yeah, there was nobody out on stage playing, you know. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Ubisoft always does the, the weird thing, too, Naturally. where they... And maybe it's one of the reasons they're so successful, is they're able to have this sort of... They cover, like, the entire gaming spectrum... You know, they've got, like, their Imagine Babies game for DS, and then they've got Assassin's Creed, and then they've got Just Dance, and then they've got car racing games, and then they've got fitness games. So, I, yeah, no wonder they're successful, because they kind of, you know, I don't have much to say about Just Dance. I don't have anything to say about Shape Up, the gamification of fitness, where you're dancing on Guitar Hero chord type. I don't know. So, more Connect fun for people who won't have Connect. I guess. Uh, <laughs> weird. But, um, and th- the last thing that kind of made an impression on me in that conference was, uh, I, near the end, they showed, um, some footage, which has, has been all over video and, and it's been covered in the major magazines and stuff of this game, uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Sort of a indie title. This sort of cartoon, not cartoony, but a cartoon, uh, take on World War One, which I guess it's mainly a puzzle game from what I've read about it. But one of the things that Ubisoft has is this, UB Arts framework, which is what they use to make um, all the Rayman games, which really look incredible in their mm-hmm. own way. Um, Child of Light is made with that same game engine. So then this is made with that engine too. So this is it's interesting to see these big developers kind of what they can do with these sort of smaller tools. And with you know the unbelievable expansion of indie game stuff, it'll be interesting to see when you know when EA talks about their indie games or when Ubisoft talks about their indie games. So. Looks pretty, but I mean, it's a game about World War One. I. I don't know how fun that's going to be. Probably there's depressing. Some, there's some of Looks those. Looks depressing. There are some of those. That's right. Yeah, we've finally gotten past World War Two. It took us an entire generation to stop making World War Two games. So now we're going to get into World War One. Nobody ever gets bored of killing Nazis. That's Apparently, right. I know we do like killing. They are Nazis. nature's perfect target. Everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> and as I mentioned before, you know, Nintendo was today. We don't really have anything to say about that because we didn't get to watch it. And um. You're winning the sort of favored seat again. And I don't know how they pull this off. Uh, closing the night out, uh, Sony, um, who, like Microsoft, I feel like people had them under the microscope to see 
how this was going to go. I think it's the longest conference. It's not um, it was a, probably two pushing hours. two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know they didn't have a hard stop on some of those end times for the big guys, and they definitely seemed to take advantage of all that time that they had. Um, Mike made a comment that I had read elsewhere that it almost felt like, in a way, the roles were sort of switched a little bit in this one. I mean... Everybody kind of knew Microsoft was going to come in and just, games, games, games. And that's what they did. And they did it really well. Sony now is in the position where we are the clear leader so far of this generation. Okay, well, what are you going to do about that? Because they there is this sort of criticism of, yeah, the system's awesome. It's powerful. Maybe more powerful than the Xbox. But how many games do we have to play on it right now that aren't, you know, infamous or multi-platform type games? So... Destiny is what they chose to open with. I mean, we knew we were going to see more Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What, what do we say about Destiny? Well, I, I don't know that it was the best decision to open with it because it is a game that comes out game. on multi-platform. Well, now, of course, I think they made the winner yeah. with the beta access. Like, yeah, And that's I think why. that would win over a lot of people. However, I, I think it would have been better for them to open with something that would have been more like them. You know, so I, I don't know. I could be wrong in that, but and did they even? Sh- I'm trying to remember. I mean, they sh- they they showed like trailer esque stuff that had a lot of game footage in it, but was there there was no game demo, right? No, but I mean, there really, pe- they've showed so many game they've demos shown a lot of, game of that. that game I, I think demo, people yeah. don't need to see another game demo. I mean, unless you just want to see a new level or something like that, I, I don't necessarily feel like there's a, a need um, for more game demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But much like Battlefield did with their uh, reveal of instant beta open now, I mean, the alpha is open this week. That's pretty crazy. I mean, this goes back to, like, you know, uh, Sega saying, uh, we're announcing this console called Dreamcast, and it's on sale right now, and nobody knew what to do because they didn't know this thing existed, and it was in stores. Or, you know, them saying, we have this new version of the Xbox 360, and everybody in the room gets one. So it's fun to have that kind of, you know, instant gratification because, we, you know, so much of what we talk about here is stuff we're not going to see for a year or more down the line. So to have stuff like that that you're able to participate, we're going to get a white PS4 out of it. Some people will be excited about that. Um, But the first thing that they got into, which was platform exclusive and is very, very exciting to me, um, was some more footage of the Order 1886. Now, they Mm -hmm. just teased a little bit of footage, I think a couple weeks ago, on like their Twitch channel or something. It was like four or five minutes of gameplay. Yeah. and this was uh, probably about that long, I guess. Uh, this game looks ridiculous. Like, it's, yeah, which yeah, I don't understand why so they didn't start with that. Everybody's really excited about it. It's a console exclusive. To me, it would have been the better choice to start with that, then go to Destiny. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that way yeah. you're like, boom, hey, this is something that's just ours. And then, hey, but also you can get this game. Sure, you can get it on Xbox, but ours you get early access. You know, I, I just feel like you should always start with something that's big for you. You know, yeah. Uh, that was that was a pretty nice trailer though. It looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, and we're pushing those those Resident Evil Four feelers, which mm-hmm. I have I have strong feelings about that game, and this looks like the sort of next iteration to that. Um, yeah, a lot. It's interesting because that you know that you have the tech now to sort of move seamlessly between you know cutscenes and between footage. It's a lot of cutscenes in that demo, so I don't. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if there's backlash with that where you're not. You know, I feel like this is the opportunity to really showcase gameplay, which was definitely there. But it's one of those things where you clearly know when the gameplay... As soon as a reticle shows up in front of your face, you're like, yeah. uh-oh, time to start playing. Well, I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where it's like... It looked like the, that was a gameplay moment that was jumping back and forth between cinematic and gameplay as part of 
what they were trying to have happen at that moment. You know, they're kind of having the guy get a little beat up. Right. And it's like that was intentional. I don't know. Maybe they'll have a lot of moments like that in the game. Kind of like an That's Uncharted. what I was wondering. Yeah. Or, Uncharted would constantly bounce between. Sure. Yeah. Like you'd like have the gun get kicked out of your hand. And so as long as it gun. goes with the story and it really kind of moves the scene along. I mean, like with Uncharted, yeah. nobody really complains about Uncharted no, having too many. Well, they didn't overdo it. Is why. Because <laughs> they didn't overdo it. Where you're like, can I play this game? Well, and it, it went so well, and you got so engrossed in the story and the characters yeah. that you really didn't care. You kind of almost looked forward to the cinematics. You're like, oh, great, let's see what happens now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's that's a game that is just a, a good argument for buying a PS4 if it, you don't have one. It, it amuses yeah. me looking at it, though, because it, it does another one of these things where you look at it and you're like, this is clearly set in the past. And With my in future, the future. yeah, like they keep doing this, where they're like, they're like, look at this. This is obviously in the 1800s. But I think it's supposed and they to have like lasers. An yeah, it's an like, alternate timeline. Yeah, where, I just, yeah. I, I, I really am amused by that. That like we're in, we're, every, we're everywhere, yeah, but yeah. now basically is everywhere, what you are. Yeah. Everywhere, but right now, we're all times, but right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, even even like modern warfare and stuff has now moved on to advanced. advanced. Like nobody wants just basic machine guns anymore. We want like laser rifles and mm-hmm. you know holograms and right. we can do these things. So why wouldn't we do these floating? Jumpy, you know, body armor suits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> jump, jump boots for everyone. Um, I went double jump. Lots of big stuff in here. Well, you guys, the, 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 Jared, what's something else? Name something else in Sony. You have you have a hundred things to pick. From, I know. I so. have a ridiculous. One. I don't, obviously, I didn't look at anything. Um, uh, you know, well, actually, I think the next thing um, was pretty cool. Was that they announced um, that uh, Second Son is going to have another. Uh, it's going to have a DLC coming out, which is a standalone DLC, mm-hmm. kind of like they did with Assassin's Creed 4, mm-hmm. where you don't have to own the game, right. you, and you can buy this DLC and play it. And it was called First Light, and it um, it had a female, female protagonist, it looked like, so that was a, means a new character. And, um, uh, I mean, it looks good, but also I just, I, I like continuing to see that trend of this, like, just buy this DLC if you want. You don't got to buy our whole game, but you can play this DLC without owning our game. Well, That's I think it's just money more... for them too. It's brilliant for them, and it's, it's almost great. like buying an arcade downloadable content. Yeah, yeah. Download I think it's game. really smart, and I think they're just hitting a point now where maybe they've kind of figured out how to do that. I think a lot of time it was too hard. You'd have to put so much of the game on your system to play it, and they're finding ways to to avoid that. And I think that's that's pretty cool. I like to I. You know, they didn't show you a lot about what that game's going to be, um, or what that DLC is going to be like, but just it looked cool, and just the fact that it's that that separate download without the game kind of thing. I, I want to see a lot more. Yeah, of that. It's, it's like so that's much, what excited. It's me. so much easier to make the argument for like here's this new game experience you can have for fifteen bucks, as opposed to here's a little bit more of this game you already paid for for fifteen bucks. If it's mm-hmm. a game you're in love with, then it's You'll well do worth it. it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, again, we mentioned that when we talked about Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. I mean, we. We like this. Keep doing yeah, this. Yeah, guys. do this. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Um, I mean, well, one thing, it was kind of right in the middle of a part where I, I felt like they kind of dragged for a while, where they started talking about a lot of things, not video games. Um, you know, they stuck the, the Mortal Kombat X trailer, or a gameplay footage right yeah. in the middle of that to try to, you know, go like, oh, hey, look, we're still yeah. in video games. Which Whee! was really cool, and it's, really, it's it was fun. really good to see that, but yeah. I was like, okay, well, then they went right back into more movies and series and stuff, which I was like, eh. Then they also had a lot of games that were just getting remastered versions, which I was kind of like, okay, that's great, but even, I was watching the Last of Us trailer for the remastered version, I looked at it, I was like, that looks exactly like what I played on my PS3. It's really hard, especially, I think, unless you're sitting in front of it with a good quality TV and that new yeah. console, it's, it, that's hard to come across in And video. that's what I feel, I was like, what? And I was like, it's not really something that I, I would oh, have felt they should have focused on. They could have just said, hey, by the way, there's a remastered version. That's Go funny that you it. said that, because they're playing that, like, trailer, and I'm like, I'm like, I waxed nostalgic. I was like, yeah, oh, this I game was so good! I remember that! Yeah. All these moments! 
moments. So like, one, oh, she's meeting David. Oh my god, she doesn't know who he is yet. <laughs> but the one cool thing was when they talked about Grand Theft Auto Five was coming to it, and I was like, okay, great. But the one cool thing they said is you can take your save game, whether you played it on a 360 or a PlayStation 3 or whatever, you can take your save game and transfer it to your game on PS4. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool because think about it. If you well, played it on smart. Xbox 360, you're like, oh, well, I should get an Xbox One because then I can... I'm like, no, if you buy a PS4, you can transfer it to that. Well, there you go. You got all your saves from Mass Effect, you know. Now, right so there. I thought that was a really mm-hmm. great idea. I don't that's know that brilliant. it works for all games, though. They just said it for Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, that's yeah, got to be something that they're putting in hand, in the hands of the developers. Yeah, because that's got to be a rock star. Thing. Dragon Age has, has come up with a solution for that, and these yeah. guys have their solution. So yeah. it'll be yeah, I mean, it's neat that that capability exists now with these systems. Uh, but um, but I did like in the middle of well, what I call the slower portion of the uh, yeah, the event. Dragged in the middle of it was the PlayStation TV though. I thought that was really really cool, and I thought that would be an interesting thing because of it allows you to remote play your console in another room, yep. which you know. We're married guys here, so every once in a while we're not able to get access to the TV due to our wives watching stuff that we don't want to watch, so like the Kardashian premiere that happened the other night. Um, There's a lot of Care Bears on in my house right now. Yeah, <laughs> and those of us who have kids have that as well. Very so it would be so great to be like, you're sitting there playing on the console, you know, somebody comes in and like, oh, we need a, you know, we need the TV. Well, you're fine. You just take, you plug your remote into this other TV that has the PlayStation TV hooked up, and boom. You can play it over there. Not to mention, you could also stream a lot of the apps, so watching movies and stuff like that. You know, PlayStation's getting ready to get HBO Go, so if you have a subscription for that... Which, I believe you said is like the only reason you're going to keep an Xbox Gold membership. Which, no, you don't even need an Xbox Gold (laughs) membership for HBO Go anymore. But I actually have... I mean, now I actually play with people a lot more. Now with Saints Row the Thirds out for free, so we've been playing that a lot. But, um... (laughs) So I'll probably hold on to it, plus I just renewed. But, uh, you know, it's just nice that you can then take that, because... That's, you know, we watch Game of Thrones all the time. Well, we can only watch it on the TV where the Xbox is. So if I had this little PlayStation TV thing, though, I could plug that in in the bedroom, boom, watch Game of Thrones, you know, in there, you know, whatever. So I, I think that was just really awesome, and I would love to see Xbox then come out with something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, I think I they, they should have tried to sell it exactly how you said it. It's like basically like, buy PlayStation TV and never have to see the Kardashians. And I think that would have been <laughs> oh, that'd yeah. be enough. Well, it's almost like buying a second console, really, but for only ninety nine dollars, which I thought was a great selling but, price. Well, but you know? it gives you all the kind of it gives you a lot of stuff too. But besides that, too, I mean, you can yeah. use it just like a it's know, a like Roku. A Roku and it's stuff basically too, a Roku for PlayStation, which, that you which is great. Video games on. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I mean, it just impressive. gives you some more stuff than some of those other things do. So it, that I, I got me really excited, and even probably is another you know little notch in the column for the PlayStation Four yeah. for me over like an Xbox. So I'll be curious to see if then Xbox One is like. Oh, well, we have something very similar. I know. I want to be tough. And who knows? Xbox is really good at letting other people come out with stuff and then coming out with something just like it, only better. So we'll see if they can do something like that. Well, I mean, this, you know, now that we basically got console parity, right? Price, uh, processing power, really probably about as close as we're going to get. Now we're moving into stuff like these, like, you know, Sony is like pushing this ecosystem so hard. And I am, like, fully bought into it. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I want this TV. I, I need a Vita now. I need, like, well, and they have this yeah, Project but, Morpheus thing, which yeah, I, I don't I, know if I need a VR headset. But. Yeah, which, I mean, well, as soon as they popped that up <laughs> on the screen, everybody lost their minds. Because imagine if they could actually make it viable, you know, where it worked properly. I mean, that's, like, the next step everybody wants to go to, you know. And then the other, I mean, and, and it was funny because, you know, one of the things we loved and that it was definitely a win for them was last year at E3, 
of Sony being able to just repeatedly kick Microsoft while they were down on the ground just yeah. over and over and over yeah. and over again. And I felt like that that didn't really happen, didn't have to happen this year, didn't happen. But there was the one, there was the moment where, you know, the lead into that Morpheus thing was that they were talking about the PlayStation camera, which looks exactly like a Kinect. Yeah. And it was funny for them to now say, like, Let's bring this thing in now. It is sold out everywhere. We have been overwhelmed with the response of how much you guys like having this camera peripheral on your, and then you hear people kind of chuckling in the background. So (laughs) I think there was a little bit of that there, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and, and, and to integrate and to build on what Mike was saying about, you know, this PS Vita stuff, the fact that it also integrates now with, um, one of the years earlier announcements with PlayStation Now of the way that their streaming slash rental service, right. you know, is going to tie into all these different devices too. Um, you know, and the fact that beta is opening up now and um, because it doesn't really involve much information, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've been in the PlayStation now beta for like the last three months. I don't know if our podcast is going to get canceled now. Cause I said it, it's great. It works. That's all I, I'm going to say. Hey, if we do get canceled, I'd be thrilled. Cause I just that made somebody really listening. important. They're listening. listening. Yeah. I mean, like, sweet. They were listening to our podcast. We'll be yeah. legitimate and over. So I think that they're going to open up, they're going to do an open beta for that at the end of July for PS4 and then later on for Vita PS3. It works really, really well. So I mean, it's, and I think they said what's Sony TVs is going to be the next. So now they're going to go even outside of their, you know, it, no price announced, which was a bummer for me. I want to know how much it's going to cost. But, I mean, just to hear things like with this integration to say, like, you know, by the end of the year, if you buy a Vita, you will have a thousand games available that you can play on it. Yeah. Between PS1 Classics, PS2 Classics, Vita games, you know, stuff that you can play remote play from PS4. It's just crazy. Yeah. And like, you know man. what's particularly crazy about it is that I mean, we're talking about just one year ago, Xbox came out and they're like, this is the machine to do everything. And everyone's kind of like, whoa. Whoa. Don't know if we want Like, this is, this is too much. And now PlayStation just kind of like, here are all the things. Us to, you know, like, <laughs> they like, last year they're like, here's what the machine can do, here's some games, and we're gonna do some other stuff later. And now they're like, they're telling us basically the same thing, this is the machine for your life, but they're doing it in a way that just people are just like, oh, though that's a cool, well maybe I'll like that one little thing. And like, oh, oh, this other feature you got. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool with the remote play, I got that. Like, they brought it to us in a way that we could digest, and they just, this is like, they just won PR, you know, like that, and that's, that's why I think they're ahead, is they're, they're now basically coming out and offering things that, almost that are like some of the things Xbox took away, sure. and everyone's like, that is such a great idea! Yeah. Like, why Which, didn't everyone think of this? Yeah, it's that's like, what I had said with Xbox, is I felt they rushed into it. They Not did. to mention, PlayStation did the right thing of, everybody wanted to know, like, okay, in the, in the end, this is a gaming console. Yeah, and that I think was the Xbox thing. kind of forgot that. It's like, yeah. in the end, the reason people buy these consoles is for gaming. They might have all this stuff about how, oh, you know, people are watching Netflix and Hulu and blah, blah. But in the beginning, the reason why people bought an Xbox 360 was not to watch Netflix and Hulu, because you could get something a heck of a lot cheaper to watch all that. Yeah. They bought it because they wanted to play Halo, yeah. and they wanted to play Gears of War, and they wanted to do all this stuff. So I think that if Xbox would have started out with like, hey, look, here are all these great games. And then at this E3, you've been like, oh, look, and now we're going to introduce all this new stuff That's where exactly you don't need to use a disc or, you know, you can yeah. use Connect or whatever. I think they would have done a lot better, a lot even better. though I did feel like Sony did kind of drag with this. I think a lot of it yeah. was because they, they, they went too long. I think if they made them just quicker. Like, with these little things, I think it would have been a lot better. I felt they just took too much time with each of these yeah, non-game. Honestly, I, kind of I kind of wasn't paying attention yeah, and you, too you close do sort of risk, run the risk of it 
And you have to remember too, and it's weird because it's that like this is an industry trade show. Like we couldn't go as guests if we wanted to because you can't buy tickets to go to E three. It's just if you're yeah. in somehow related industry. But I mean, it's at this point, Everyone's there's no illusion it. about it being. You know, the first thing they do is like. Uh, hello to the 900 million people who are watching from your right. home. There's not 900 million game developers watching this. But, I mean, at some point you can cross this line where it just becomes a PowerPoint presentation. And there were definitely parts of the Sony like press conference that kind of felt very PowerPoint presentation. But I, I almost wonder yeah. if bringing it to us in a boring way allowed us to be like, okay. All right, cool. Instead of being like, this is the excitement of your life. And then we're like, uh-oh, I don't know. What I don't if know if I'm don't, ready for what this. What if I don't want that to be my life? I'm not sure. The, board, well, the, the boredom was a plan. Well, and Probably I feel not. like some of the things, especially like the Ratchet and Clank movie, that series yeah, powers, I felt like those could have either been just announced somewhere yeah, else, I just really... put out there, or, or literally just been like, hey, by the way, these are some things that are coming. Boom, show them Boom, up, and then gone. move along. Yeah, they talked about that a lot. Like, way yeah, that too long. was weird. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. They definitely dragged in the middle, but. But they ended, they ended strong. They did. They well, did. We, they had some other stuff in there too before the end that was pretty good. So. Well, yeah, they had Metal Gear Solid 5. The Phantom Pain. Yeah, which that was the a trailer really, leaked the really day before. Which I love that trailer. they joked about yeah, it. Yeah. Leaked. He's like, some, some of you may have seen, seen this. this. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. It was a ridiculously long trailer, though. Oh, I man. Did you, I watched the like, trailer, I felt too. like I saw the whole game. <laughs> you did not. That wasn't even one cutscene in that game. Saying, please. Was, but it was funny. I'm watching that trailer, and the note I wrote is just, good God, this looks depressing. <laughs> that is my note. was like, oh, my. I'm just watching it like, uh. Yeah, it's still wanting to play. Child soldier. I know. You're like, oh my god! And then he let me wipe the ashes of my dead, my dead friend, friend on my face. face, and then it'll just jump <laughs> to my face, being covered in some things blood. And I was like, oh my god, big boss! No wonder you became a bad guy. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, your your general rule for any like successful presentation, right, is like start big and finish bigger. Yeah. And to to just sort of do this like. Especially after the weird lull of, like, the Powers announcement in the PowerPoint presentation to go, like, Last of Us was awesome and you can buy it really, really soon. Phantom Pain, GTA V, Arkham Knight, Uncharted, bam, drop the mic, walk and away. And gone, like, yeah. Whoa. Which I was kind of worried about, like, how are they going to end this? And I totally <laughs> forgot about Uncharted until I saw it. I was like, okay. Well, it was almost But the Arkham Knight was though. even really cool because you got to see actual, like, gameplay footage with the Batmobile, which showed the... And also you got to see the size of the city. I hope the they city. don't overdo oh the Batmobile God. stuff in that, though. Yeah, the whole little tank thing, I was like, if that's just yeah. every once in a while, or if you want to do it, I could see it being fun. Like, driving around the Batmobile and blasting stuff with a cannon. It could be fun, yeah. just for a distraction. Yeah, not but not as, like, a main part of the Oh, yeah, I was worried they are going to do that a lot. Um, but just the, the traversing all the terrain looked really cool. They showed off the fact that if you get it on PlayStation, you get the Scarecrow levels. So that's, that's actually cool. a console exclusive Although, content. I remember the Scarecrow levels not being very fun in the previous games. But I don't think this is going to be like the challenge levels. Yeah. I think this is going to be like a whole side mission yeah. kind of thing. Kind of like in um, uh, Arkham Asylum, like, you know, you, or, or I'm sorry, Arkham City, where you had all the big long side missions with some of the villains mm-hmm. that took you off. Like, I think it's going to be something like that. No, so. That'd be better. That could be cool. And then, yeah, and then they ended with Uncharted, which uh, everybody, like, what was it? They showed it last year. They had the teaser. Yeah, just like a this overview of a map and a barely... voiceover that wasn't even Drake. Well, so and that's the whole thing. Everybody was kind of then speculating, oh, okay, I guess this is going to be a new character. Because it no, just said Uncharted. Drake. It didn't even have, yeah. like, a subtitle well, or a number. So, and then this one, yeah, they showed you it is Drake. It's Uncharted 4. What is it? A Thief's a End. A Thief's End. They kind of making it look like... It's a little ominous, yeah. Well, in the voiceover, it's kind of like he's he's obviously like, gotten out of the right. game for a little while. I think yes. his hair is looking. He looks a little, a little older. Yeah. He's obviously a little out of it, you know. So you kind of it shows all these dead people hanging in cages, you know. 
Yeah, it goes with your theme of like this looks really great and really depressing. Yeah, at the same that's time. that's like that's the everyone saw that how so, well that did with Last of Us. Drake dies at the end. Drake that, dies. That could have been yeah. the subtitle. It would make me assume that then the voiceover from the first teaser was is actually the villain because the guy who the actor who did it, everybody was like, it's kind of weird for him to play the main character because he always plays a villain in, in movies and stuff. So I guess he's probably going to be actually oh, the villain, go. and that would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. I'll take more Nathan Drake. Who? Oh my god! And next gen. Uncharted, can oh, I just think about it again? Yeah, like, let me rewind and look at his face up close again. Okay, well, that's about all they did. Like, oh, and here's his like, face. Yeah, it was really it great. Weird trailer though. It's just like he's like, I woke up and here's my gun. And bye. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm excited for it. Well, that was like, like the trailer uh, for the last one. He woke up in the desert and found his gun, and, and so it's kind <laughs> of the yeah, same that's trailer. what he does. Just, rather than a desert, Uncharted it's on an Drake island. wakes up <laughs> and finds a gun. <laughs> and wanders off. There's a super cut video somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drake wakes up in a train. Drake wakes up in the desert. Drake wakes up on the beach. Where did he wake up in the first game? <laughs> I don't think he did. Um, well, in the plane crash, he kind of woke up after that plane crash just in the forest. <laughs> in the jungle. <laughs> and so this is, he's back up. in the jungle, so this is a... We are copywriting this YouTube video. We're making it before. <laughs> Drake wakes up. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, okay. Well, I mean, that's that's I feel like a pretty robust overview of everything that happened. So just taking all as a whole, I mean, that's a lot of information lot. to download into your brain in one day's time. I mean, I, I I feel for the people whose job it is to literally process this and then push this information back out to <laughs> us on websites and blogs and stuff like that. I mean, what? Just sort of go around the table. Like, what what really stood out? Anything you missed or was a disappointment or just didn't talk about it at all? Like, Jared, what 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 were you left with overall? How did you think yeah. everybody did? What what impressed yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, overall, um, really good. You know, I, I think um, I, I was ex- expecting a little more out of PlayStation. So, uh, and and they did a good job. So I, I was almost a, I was more pleasantly surprised and pleased with Xbox. I was when they came out and right away they're like, "Listen, guys, here's games." I was like, "Okay, thank you, you." You learned Thank your you. lesson. Good job. <laughs> you know, and they did a nice job with that. And, and you know, everyone had a, a good showing, I think. I think the biggest thing for me that I felt lacking, um, especially in a new console generation, is I'm just, I want to see more new IPs. I'm ready for new, you know, it's time to start. And I know why, you know, develop, it's a chance for developers, right? And it's tough on developers to new IP sometimes. But, you know, I, I was really expecting to see a little bit more, even teased or trailer, I was expecting to see more of that. And it was a lot of, a, a and, lot and of most of the new IPs they did talk about. That's all they just kind of mentioned. Hey, they're we're like, doing a new IP. IP. Yeah, and you're like, okay, great. Like Bioware like, did it. There was uh, one of the ones for the one of the other conferences had another company that was like, we have a new IP. We're not telling you anything about really it, but we're just. just yeah, they're like, okay, well, can we? Yeah. So I really wanted to see more of that, but that's just, I mean, that's not really any of the people who were presenting's fault too much. That's more some of the developers. I guess developers did present here too. Um, and then a tiny thing that I got weirdly excited about that we didn't mention is they're remastering Grim Fandango. Oh, and yeah. I, ah, this is one of my favorite games of all time. I, honestly, I've played that game so many times. I have it nearly memorized, and I can still just go play it and enjoy it because it was so stylistically interesting. It was so... It was just such interesting, fun characters. I, I have... I don't know why that was so exciting for me, but I really yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, and then talk about one I of your really moments like that, that makes the whole conference hall explode. You know, it's like the announcement of a remaster of a game that they mentioned how old it was. It's like twenty-year-old game, to 20 yeah, a really yeah. old game. That was amazing, and uh, I think I've mentioned before that I'm that's I feel like that genre, that almost kind of point-and-click adventure genre, is like 
having this resurgence, and I love that. Like that is, I, I telltale. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, they're right at the front of that. So, um, overall impression, I, I thought it was great. That was great. How about you, Mike? Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, of course, I was really big into the EA uh, one just because I mean, Star Wars games. and Bioware, and yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, all those EA sports. Um, you know, I loved seeing all the new Dragon Age stuff. That was great, but it wasn't really what was really wowed me. Of course, I loved seeing the stuff with the um, Battlefront. Um, I'm really excited. You've been about talking that one. about that franchise. Because well, I'm one of those people. I'm along with all those people that have been <laughs> waiting for. Like when we heard there was a third Battlefront and then they, they canceled, canceled it, we were like, no. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was really uh, pumped about that one, and um, uh, of course, seeing that they are working on the new Mass Effect game, and even just some of the. The just concept stuff they put up there just makes me pretty hopeful for that. So I really, really liked that. Um, I did have actually a lot of stuff that I wanted to see there that I didn't that I was kind of disappointed to. Of course, I mentioned Gears of War. I would have loved to have seen it. Um, I would have loved to have seen even just a little tiny teaser of like a Red Dead game because the fact that Rockstar came out and said that's going to be a permanent franchise now. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people were really hoping after the fact that they just announced it, they'd be like, oh, look here, by the way, E3, boom. I know. It's been a long time, too. Whenever a Red Dead game comes out, it's going to sell like crazy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, There was nothing with Mad Max, which I would have liked. I I don't think that game's going to be any good, and I don't know why. I just think that game is going to be no. I haven't really seen anything about it, so I don't know. I know it's weird, and I just still think that. Who knows? It could get canceled. Um, Alien Isolation. There was no gameplay footage or anything, which that one is a lot of people were. I'm worried about that game too. The Alien game. Um, Also, (laughs) there was rumors that a new IP for Star Wars was supposed to be out, like a a, not a Battlefront, but like that EA was working on another uh, new IP for Star Wars, a new game. So. Didn't get to see anything on that, but that wasn't so much of a disappointment because I wasn't necessarily. I figured they'd probably focus more. Yeah, on Yeah, I bet next year we'll see a lot of Star Wars. I think yeah. Disney's going to work that out where they start divvying these these oh, franchise yeah. rights out. I think we're well, see it's a just going to be soon. EA. It's always going to be Dice and EA doing it. Yeah, because they just well, recently. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, they signed the deal for it. That's who Disney. Yeah, they, gave oh, they it officially said it's theirs. They're the ones uh, making. They can farm it out to other Disney, people. Uh, Star Wars games from now on. I just wonder with the way some things are going with these like story games, like with Tales, Tales of the Borderlands and stuff coming out. If you won't see them sell off something for that kind of Star Wars they franchise might. or if, something, you know, I'm sure if they cool. saw it in the you know Disney, if they can make money off of it, they'll do it. But we know that's Amy Hennig who directed all the Uncharted games. That's what she's doing now. She's in charge of, of a, a Star Wars project, oh. not Battlefront. So and yeah, see, that's exactly yeah. They, they keep talking about these extra projects imagine? that are going in, but they never combining saying. the Uncharted franchise yeah. with Star Wars somehow, like mashing them into this like yeah. beautiful nerd baby. Well, like I, that. That, I wish they would just go ahead and take Star Wars thirteen thirteen and just finish it. I know it. they got to make that. Well, but the back. only the only other disappointment I had, and I'm sure I had this with a lot of people, and even though we completely expected to be disappointed by this, and we will continue to be disappointed by it every year because we will continue to hope for it, is Half Life Three. Yeah, no. I, just, I don't I even expect see anything. I never from Valve expect anymore. it, but there's always that little thing in the back of my mind, like it's gonna happen this year, maybe. Is uh, it? No, no. no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but I'm not really that disappointed because you know, deep down, you know it's not gonna happen, but it doesn't yeah. stop you from hoping. Yeah. Do you have a highlight? I said my highlight was the EA. Just oh, that's the right. Star yeah, Wars yeah, and yeah, yeah, Mass that's Effect. Right, that's right. You know me. Of course, Bioware. Bioware. Yeah, cool. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, I think to look at it as a whole, I think I think everybody did a good job. I don't think anybody really failed. I think that it's one of those things, like, if you think about it, it's like a roller coaster ride. Like, last year was just this crazy playground fight that I don't think anybody was expecting was going to be as nasty, sort of, at least on the side of Sony, but nasty in a fun way that I think right. benefited everybody. Um, where I don't feel like... I wasn't really disappointed by a lot, but there was very few things that kind of got me, like... 
there was no like, God, knock me out of my chair. Like, I can't believe this. I mean, the closest thing to that would be like, I didn't expect that they would announce that the, the Vita TV would be coming out in America. I just didn't think that was going to happen, so I thought that was cool. And Grim Fandango, nobody could have called that. I mean, well, there was no reason to... Tim Schafer wouldn't have called happen. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, all the, all the new stuff, all the new big stuff looks amazing. I mean, um, there had been some footage teased or leaked from something uh, called Project Beast recently that looked like this weird medieval sort of fantasy thing. It's kind of like that deep down, like, trailer that they showed last year. Mm. I think it was like an Xbox RPG. It looked like you know, I don't know, like Dragon's Dogma or something like that. Yeah. But um, uh, in the PS4 conference, they announced uh, Shuhei Yoshida, the president for the company, showed, you know, he's like, this is something that's very, very personally close to my heart. And they showed From Software, and the room exploded because they make the Souls games, and they revealed this game Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. Which looks like the most grossly graphic, like, you know, melee medieval brawler thing ever. But it's a new, it's essentially, there had been some rumors that they were going to announce a Demon Souls 2, which is weird because there's, it's, I mean, they're, they're a series, but they don't share a name. And that was the first game. And then the second game already had a sequel, but that looks really cool. So, I mean, I thought that was excited. And then, I mean, the, the only disappointment for me was I was really hoping that they would confirm that there would be a PS4 Vita bundle. Like I, it's, it's yeah. been teased that, you know, French Amazon or some weird company in Russia. So I think this thing exists. It's I, this probably isn't the time to announce it. Wait That's till closer it, to Christmas. Yeah. But I mean, if if I can get that this box for five hundred bucks, absolutely, I will purchase that because I want all those things in my life. But um, and then <laughs> to build on the the Red Dead thing that Mike mentioned, um, you know, like a day or two ago, you know, some all these news reports came out saying that the Last Guardian, this game that may or may not exist. Was uh. definitely canceled. Was definitely final canceled. And then Sony immediately came back and said, no, it's not. No, we're still working on it. It's not canceled. So I was hoping that this would be their opportunity to, this is one of those things Switch like, like the year where they showed a realistic Zelda and grown men weeped in the audience because they were so happy. I mean, that, that could have been, I, I thought that might have been like the closer for the Sony conference. But, I mean, of course, if you got something like Uncharted, I mean, again, I, I just kind of didn't expect it. I was like, oh, yeah. Because well, when you're so little. if they had The Last Guardian, they could have started with Uncharted. and or, or you know, they, yeah. I would say start and end. If they had both of those, I would say one of them at the beginning and one of them at the end. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it, yeah. maybe TGS, maybe Gamescom, maybe PAX. That'd be weird if that, something like that happened. But maybe I don't know. I mean, so, so on the whole, pretty good. I mean, I feel more, like, even-keeled about this than I think I have in recent years. I mean, it, it's nothing like the year where, like, Nintendo came out and they're like, we have a new handheld and a new Zelda and a new Metroid and a new Mario and we're giving out free money. Everybody's like, minds explode. What? And, but, you know, nothing like that. Or, like, Sony's like, we are the biggest kid in, in town last year, which was exciting to see them, like, cocky and confident like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... And deserving, you know. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Like, is, hey, they got one over on Xbox, no, let's rub it in their face a little bit. I guess my, yeah. my final thought is kind of like, this is the year that we knew would be the year that would finally convince us, like, okay, we are in this next generation. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we know, we know it. it takes about a year, and now, like Mike said, you know, when you see what these developers are doing, knowing that that's all they're working on, I don't have to worry about putting it on Wii U and 360. And P- no, no, I'm just, just this hardware. Either just one of the two of them or both of the new consoles. I mean, the stuff they're getting out of these machines already is just, like, 
insane to think mm-hmm. about. So. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. like, my big one, I'm like, Evolve. That's probably the first game coming out that could convince me into buying a new cool. system. Yeah, and I think what's going to be awesome about it, too, is that when you think about, you know, the new console generations, when they, they iterate, we always kind of think, like, wow, these games look amazing. And then when you look back at the games at the beginning of the last gen versus now... I can't even imagine, in a, even in, in a year or two, what they'll be doing with these systems at that point. Because as, as amazing as these games look now, in four or five years... Yeah, they're just know, scratching the, the surface of what Yeah! Oh, it's going to be unbelievable! It's going to be unbelievable. When I think about like how Gears of War 1 and Gears of War 3 look, yeah. the jump between those games seems like a jump between console generations, you know? So, oh, this is an exciting time. We are very excited. Yeah. Well, well done, all major companies. Yeah, Nintendo, job. we will see what you did once we have a chance. So that is our E3 wrap-up. I think we did it in a little briefer way than the two-episode mega explosion that we did last yeah, year. So. Yeah. Well, there was a lot to talk about that. There was a lot of, <laughs> yeah, there was there was lots lots of stuff about. going on. I think so, we spent a whole episode talking about Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> if you have made it to the end of this podcast, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any thoughts about this, feel free to share your thoughts with us. We're always happy to, to get feedback and to see if there's anything you guys would like us to talk about or anything you agreed with us or disagreed with us. Drop it on Facebook. We are The Used Gamers on Facebook. You can go to our website, theusedgamers.com. You can email any of us at Mike, Chris, or Jared at The Used Gamers. We are at The Used Gamers on Twitter, and we probably have MySpace and what else? LinkedIn. I don't know. Uh... I don't yeah. even know. Just put in the use gamers at something, and we, we will probably be Christian there. Mingle. I don't know, but <laughs> J Date. So all, all, <laughs> all of the very specific dating sites. Yes, and somebody please create those for us. We want to know that they exist. All right. Well, we're <laughs> going to sign off for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Please check us out again. Uh, signing off. I am Chris. I'm Jared. I'm Mike. We are the Use Gamers, and we will talk to you later. Bye bye, guys. Bye. Nintendo was basically happening right now, so we didn't see it. Maybe we at least mentioned that we didn't see it, so it doesn't seem like we just like it. We're just dismissing We don't want to be Nintendo haters. Just to be clear, we hate Microsoft, not Not Nintendo, Nintendo, as we've been accused (laughs) of. (laughs) 